0: Welcome back to Seattle's Morning News. I'm Colleen O'Brien alongside Travis Mayfield in for Dave Ross this week. Chris Sullivan is here, too, your traffic buddy. We'll get to him in a moment. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna here to weigh in on former President Trump's federal case this week. We spoke to you earlier, Rob, before the arraignment. Now that it's done and over and the president got his chance to address supporters, what has been your takeaway from this?
1: My takeaway is that uh, the evidence of you know, federal criminal violations looks pretty strong, but at the same time, all we've seen so far is the government's versions of events. So, you know, now the Trump team will have time to look at all the evidence that's been collected, all of the discovery to conduct their own witness interviews and so forth. And they'll be able to eventually put on their own case to try to prove that, uh, President, former President Trump, is, is not uh, guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. It is a high standard. But uh, this so-called speaking indictment, which is much more detailed than what we would normally see, does contain pretty strong evidence like transcripts of audio conversations in which uh, the former president... Talked about unclassified, highly secret information that they still had.
0: Right, and and we have a number of ways our listeners ask questions and comments throughout the week, and and the one we still get when we talk about this case against the former president is President Biden had documents, former Vice President Pence had documents. What about Hillary Clinton? Can you explain once again how those cases are different from the current one against uh, Donald Trump?
1: Yes, yeah, so let's take each of those in turn. Um, Former Vice President Pence apparently discovered or his lawyers discovered some classified materials at his home, and they immediately and voluntarily reported those materials. The FBI investigated, uh, and they found that uh, the materials were not being intentionally withheld, and uh, they were returned. This was the cooperation of the vice president. And the investigation was closed. The investigation of uh, President Biden uh, involving records dating back to his year as vice president is still ongoing. There's been a special counsel appointed. But again, these are records that evidently were discovered by his own people at, at his uh, former office and uh, at his home. They voluntarily reported them, uh, which triggered the investigation and the appointment of a special counsel. So we're seeing apparently full cooperation and no intention to withhold the documents. Hillary Clinton uh, is a different story, and it's a little more complicated, so bear with me. But the long and the short of it is she for some reason decided it was a good idea to set up a private server in her home that she then used for tens of thousands of work-related emails. She returned 30,490 emails uh, back to the State Department. More than 2,000 of those emails contained classified information, including at least 110 emails that contained classified information at the time they were sent or received. Uh, And some of those emails containing classified information had markings indicating the presence of classified information in them, which is contrary to her claims back in 2015 and 16 that none of them was marked classified. Now, the reason that the FBI didn't bring charges against uh, Secretary Clinton under the Espionage Act, as the Department of Justice has done with former President Trump, uh, is that they concluded that there was no uh, criminal intent. There was no systematic mishandling of uh, the uh, of the records that, that they could prove in a court of law. And frankly, I think also they didn't find obstruction of justice. Uh, You know, she she did cooperate with the investigation. The records were returned and so forth. And I think another somewhat unspoken distinction between the Clinton situation and the situation with President Trump is the nature of the classified materials. No one accused Hillary Clinton of having emails with nuclear secrets in them or uh, classified information that would compromise national security, like plans to attack Iran or the vulnerability of America and its allies to an attack. So there was classified material, but uh, apparently not material at the level that we're seeing in the Trump case. So, you know, frankly, uh, one of the reasons that there's confusion about this is that it, you know, it appears that she may have violated the Espionage Act, 18 U.S.C. 793f, which says that anyone authorized to handle secrets who, through quote gross negligence, permits those secrets to be removed from his proper place of custody can be fined or imprisoned for up to 10 years. And uh, this is, you know, this is what the Espionage Act is about. There's a lot of confusion about it because it sounds like it's just about spying, but it's not. It's also about how uh, classified information and secrets are handled. Right. But they chose not to, they chose not to prosecute her because, uh, you know, while you could could argue that... uh, there was gross negligence in using a private email server that could be hacked. Uh, there was not criminal intent. That's a different situation than what's going on here. And the other point I would make, Colleen, is that if listeners think that Hillary Clinton should have been prosecuted or at least should have had a special counsel appointed investigator, why wouldn't they think that under that standard, President Trump should be investigated and prosecuted, given the strength of the evidence that we've seen so far?
0: Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, thanks so much.
1: You bet. Thank you, Colleen.